This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1439, how to set boundaries and take control in your business English presentations. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 150 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection. With your American host, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Colorado and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. The next time you give a business presentation in English, how can you make sure you get questions when you want them? In this episode, we show you how to tell the audience when you are accepting questions so that you can be the most confident version of yourself. Listen in today. Before we start, a quick message from our sponsor, Indeed. Are you hiring this quarter? In our experience, it can be a grueling process if you don't have efficient tools. But finding the right candidate who adds value to your business is so incredibly important. So why not ditch the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with great candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash AEE. Just go to Indeed.com slash AEE right now. Support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash A-E-E. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Lindsay, how are you? Oh my gosh, Michelle, I'm super excited for the business web class tonight. Yes. It's the last chance. Yes, today, last rather. Last chance, <laughs> last chance. Okay. Yes. What's going on, Michelle? What should our listeners do? Hey guys, you have to sign up for this web class because it is so exciting. You are going to get so much from this web class. You are going to learn about informal and formal business English, um, how to speak in the, you know, whichever way you're supposed to, depending on who you're talking to. Um, yes. And this is super helpful. It's going to be a lot of fun. And yeah, it's today. So this is your last chance. So where, yes. how can our listeners sign up, Lindsay? Guys, go to allearsenglish.com slash real. It's happening in a few hours. So depending on when you're listening to this, okay? Right. <laughs> it's happening on Tuesday at 2 p.m. Mountain Time, which is 4 p.m. New York time, right, Michelle? So guys, go over there, sign up, make sure you show up five minutes early and be ready for some fun. It's going to be cool. I love those web classes. They're just fun, Michelle. They are fun. And I like it because it's in real time with yes. our listeners. So they're, you know, we can actually see what you guys are saying in the moment. Yes. And it's just yeah. really, really fun because as much as I love doing the podcast, we don't get your feedback mm -hmm. right away. We don't get right. to talk to you, you know? So it's kind of exactly. a different thing, mm -hmm. a different exciting way of communicating with our listeners. Yeah, it really is. So we'll see you guys there. Don't miss it. <laughs> 
Don't miss the chance. All right, Michelle, are we getting into presentations today or Q&A during presentations? Yes, Lindsay, you are so right. So (laughs) in episode 1431, which is called Get in the Head of Your Audience with Your English Mm. Presentation, we were talking about presentations. We were talking about when you have that dreaded Q&A session um, (laughs) and, you know, how that can go. And we were talking all about that. And in that, we mentioned that we wanted to do a follow-up. Um, so this is going to be really, really fun, this uh, this episode. So it's about Q&As, uh, and we're going to get to that now. So, yeah. um, but definitely listen to 1431, because that is part one. So that was just a few episodes ago. So go back, put that one okay. in the search, and listen to it today, and then you'll be right with us. Mm, Yeah, I would imagine that for our listeners, I mean, this is exactly why we included uh, an entire module on presentations in our business English course, because for you guys, we imagine that it must be one of the more stressful events, things that you have to do in English, right? How could it not be? But there is a way if you have the templates, if you have the structure, if you have these skills to actually make it fun. I mean, you consider presenting fun, right, Michelle? Yes. Pretty good presenter. I'm the only, I'm one of the only people. Yeah, the weirdo. (laughs) Uh, Yes, I am. Um, Yes, I, I consider it to be fun. I don't know. It's kind of like a game and, you know, you just, um, so yeah, I do think it's fun. Um, but the Q and A can sometimes be a little bit Mm. stressful. Mm, why? Why is it stressful? Well, you don't know what people are going to ask you. You don't know if you're going to know the answers. And yeah. yeah, that's guys why you have to go to 1431. So, but one of the reasons Well, one of the ways that you can make it less stressful for yourself is Mm -hmm. to kind of signal to your audience what the – I don't want to say rules are, but what maybe what the, some of the boundaries are for asking questions. Boundaries. I love that idea. With your presentation. So, you know, sometimes what happens is people might ask a question during the presentation and they might mm-hmm. not wait until the end. I mean, Lindsay, if you're giving a presentation, do you think you prefer people to ask questions as they have them or would you rather have like one session at the end? Mm, I think it is better to have that, that session at the end and let – you know, to be able to continue with the flow because there's a flow that you get into. Certainly you want to make sure that people are on the same page as you as you go through it. So maybe you do your check-ins, right? Just as, you know, ask people to raise their hand if they agree, if they understand. But I think it's good if you're going to be answering more in-depth questions, save it to the end and make sure they know that they need to wait until the end. Yeah. Right, right, right. Exactly. I mean, you know, and it might depend on the presentation or it might depend on what kind of a presenter you are, right? So maybe right. you maybe you <clears throat> like to have questions asked to you during the presentation because it mm. makes you feel confident that the audience understands. If, if like for example, maybe you are giving the presentation and you feel if somebody asks you at the end about it, you'll be so far away. You yeah, know, that's true. Front, that's so, true. So somebody might think of it in that way, but other people might think of like what Lindsay said, keeping that flow going and saving it yeah. to the end. Because if then you get too wrapped up in the question, you might go on and on about that question. They might run out of time. You know, if they ask it at the end, then you have a set amount of time. We have five minutes, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, you can kind of control it a little bit more, I oh, think. So yeah, that's actually a good point, Michelle. You need to finish your presentation in a certain amount of time. Usually we don't have unlimited time. So that could really take you off track if you have a long answer to a long question. Right, right, right. So I think, you know, guys, it's just important to set up your boundaries when you start your presentation so the audience knows what to do. And I I think an audience member would appreciate that, knowing like, should I 
ask a question now? Should I wait to the end? And yeah. so I think that's a really good thing to do um, just to set that right from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other, the yeah. other, I just want to chime in here, yeah. Michelle, the other reason from a learning perspective that it's good for you guys to wait, to tell them when they should ask questions is that you know what to expect yes. in terms of the grammar forms. Like we know yeah. based on schema theory that if we are listening, we know what we're, we need to prepare for what we're likely to hear. That's something that we bring you through in a lot of our courses to improve your listening skills, what kinds of things are you likely to hear? What grammar forms? Right. So if you know that at the end, you're likely to hear the question formats, you'll be mm. listening for those and you'll be able to understand them better. Okay. That's a, so really, that's a, that's a really good point. You're preparing your own self as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, there are pros uh, of having the questions during or or have them after. I mean, during, like I said, you can address things in the moment. You'll be more in the moment yourself. Um, mm-hmm. So you might remember the answer is easier, but right. you might tra- you lose mm-hmm. your train of thoughts. Yes. Train of yes. thought. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) Um, exactly. But so now we're going to give you some ways to do this. Um, Lindsay, do you think it's better to kind of say this before before you begin? Or do you think you should just wait? And if somebody asks a question in the middle and you want it at the end, you adjust it at that time. What do you, what do you think? Um, I would say both. So I would, but I think in your introduction, you know, when you're laying out kind of the outline, um, on your slide, you'll probably have a section for questions at the end where it says that you will answer questions and you can also verbally say it. I would do that. And then if someone asks you, you can come back with a response and say, I'd be happy to ask that, answer that at the end. So both. Right, 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 right. So yeah, a two pronged approach, I'll call it. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> so, um, so let's talk about during. Um, okay. so you could say something like, okay, and feel free to throw out any questions you may have during the presentation. Mm-hmm. And this one's quite casual, yes. right? Feel free is a very casual phrase. Yes. And throw out is a very casual yes. phrase. Okay. But you know, it depends on your company culture. And, you know, we talk in our course, we'll talk in the web class a little bit about matching your vocabulary to your culture, to the moment, all of those things. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Yeah, that's a good point, Lindsay. So, and then what something else could you say? Just let me know. Yeah, you could say, so this is during, right, Michelle? During the presentation? Yeah, if if you'd rather have the questions during the presentation. Oh, okay, if you want them. Okay, just let me know if you have any questions at the time. I'm happy to answer them. So that means you want them on the spot immediately when they come up in their minds. Right, right, right. So you're signaling you don't want people to be afraid or to think that they can't ask their question or to have to write down their question and wait until the end. You want to answer it in that moment. And that's fine, too. It's whatever you prefer. Yeah. And I, I would also add kind of a bonus. You could say something like, this is meant to be an interactive presentation. Ooh. Like, um, using, I'm going to add that to our list because I think that word interactive is really, it yes. really signifies that you want, you want a back and forth, right? With the audience in the moment. Okay. So that's going to change the tone of the presentation. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. I love that, Lindsay. Um, I think that when people hear that, they're kind of like, oh, interact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it it makes the audience relax, I think, a little bit. Mm -hmm. If you know me, you know that I value healthy eating. I always feel better when I eat well. That's why I think Factor is great for busy professionals who also value healthy food. Factor provides ready-to-eat meals right to your door. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, 
and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Cost is an issue these days when it comes to buying food, but Factor is less expensive than takeout. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash B-A-E-E 50 and use code B-A-E-E 50 to get 50% off. That's code B-A-E-E 50 at F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash B-A-E-E Five zero to get fifty percent off. Then um, on the other hand, yeah. on the flip side, Michelle, what if we want to wait and get questions at the end? Right, right. Well, again, like I said, you could either say it in the beginning, or if people start asking, like maybe, maybe your mindset is you really don't care, but if it gets out of control, you know, like mm-hmm. maybe one person asks it during, and you're like, yeah. okay, that's fine, but then all of a sudden, everyone's hands go up. <laughs> maybe then you make that decision in the moment. Okay, wait, we need to control this and set the boundary now. Like, let's just mm-hmm. wait till the end for the rest of them. So that's something that you can do as well. So, but something you could say either you know, if you're in the middle of your presentation and people are asking too many questions, or you could say it at the beginning is, please hold all questions until the end. Yes. Also very formal. Please hold up kind of, um, what's the word? Impersonal and formal. But if your presentation has that tone, then that's a good one to use. Okay. Right. Um, Right. Right. What's another mm -hmm. one, Lindsay? So I'm going to have a Q and A at the end of the presentation. Okay. So perfect. So just be clear. Right. Right. And then another thing you could do is we were talking a little bit about setting, you know, the time, right? So Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, when you get to that Q&A, you might want to say, you know, let your audience know like, okay, now we have five minutes for questions. Mm, Or you could say, or or signal them with how many questions you can take, like, oh, like, oh, one more question, or we have time for three more questions, right? So giving them those little clues about like, okay, because maybe somebody's sitting back, maybe somebody's nervous about asking their question, Mm -hmm. and they're kind of hanging back. And then all of a sudden, you tell them we only have you know, two more questions, then they might want to say, wait a second, I should ask this because I'm running out of time. I like that. So saying the amount of time you have, you know, we have about 10 minutes for questions, five minutes for questions. And then that's very common for native speakers to do as they start to run out, they're going to take three more questions, two more questions. Really good point, Michelle. I love it. Right, right, right. And, you know, definitely then if there is a microphone, you know, sometimes there's a microphone, you can always say, you know, um, someone will be coming around with a microphone mm-hmm. or, you know, you can just tell them to go to the microphone. So that's another thing as well, uh, because sometimes <laughs> have you ever been in a presentation where they're coming around at the microphone or you have to stand <laughs> at the microphone? Yeah, definitely. I have for sure. For sure. I've seen at the last conference I was at, one of my favorite speakers was speaking and he was throwing around this mic. It's really common in conferences now. It's like a it's a little cube that's actually kind of more of a oh, ball really? you throw around. It's felt, but it's a microphone. So oh. the audience can throw it around instead of oh, having a person goodness. walk it up to each other. Yeah. I have never seen that. Wow. Mm-hmm. We are really, really <laughs> rolling with the technology, <laughs> aren't we? Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to look this up. I want to see what it looks like. So, but anyway, um, guys, so before we go today, remember 
tonight <laughs> to go, well, today, to go to, <laughs> depending on where you are in the world, uh, yep. we have our web class on informal and formal business English, and we are super mm -hmm. excited about it. So make sure that you sign up for that. This is going to be helpful for you in so many different ways. And you can get that, uh, you can sign up for that at allearsenglish.com slash real. Yeah, that's at 4 p.m. Eastern New York time, yes. guys. So sign up. Don't miss it. Come on time or come three minutes early. That's how you want to make sure you get to see the whole presentation. Okay, cool. So Michelle, what should we leave our listeners with in terms of a mindset? Okay, well, guys, again, we did that other Q&A episode, which I highly recommend um, because that's this episode's partner. So make sure you listen to that one if you missed it. Um, but guys, I think basically the mindset is to <laughs> avoid panicking. If people start yeah. asking questions and set your boundaries, if you mm -hmm. forget to do it at the beginning, that's fine. Just, yeah. you know, wait and see what happens. Maybe your audience is way too interactive or maybe they don't say anything. And, you know, like it, you have to decide also how important is it to you? Mm -hmm. Like if, mm -hmm. if you're kind of like, oh, whatever happens, then you can see, do they ask too many questions where you now need to set the boundary? Mm -hmm. Right. Totally. So, yeah. you know, you can decide in the moment or if you know, like, this is what I want. Um, maybe, maybe even like, um, the place where you're presenting, maybe they have kind of a format of how you should do things because of the technology or something. And you know, that has to be at the end. So you, you have to evaluate the situation, but whatever, however you want to do it is fine. Definitely. I mean, I think the point is being intentional, knowing yes. what questions mean to you and therefore setting those boundaries, like Michelle said, is it okay to take him in the middle at the end? What is it? Just take control of that presentation yes, because the confidence will show in your body once yes. you've thought about these things ahead of time. You are doing it your way and that shows confidence. So I like it. Definitely. Okay, Lindsay, this was fun. And I hope to be one day in the future at one of those presentations where they pass around the cube. That's a microphone. I know. So fun. I love conferences. I always learn <laughs> way think too much you. and then get overwhelmed, but they're great. They're great. <laughs> so okay. anyways, Michelle, thanks for hanging out. I'll see you soon. All Take right. Care. Bye, Lindsay. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.